After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about TV commercials. We talk about the best ones and we talk about the worst ones. And we talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this. Let me be your friend on the other end. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. We're your hosts. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. I know I do this sometimes and maybe I do it too often, but will you allow me to play for you the full commercial that that little drop comes from? Sure. A little background first. Okay. So I was recently in um, St. Paul in Minneapolis uh, doing radio stuff out there and I was looking for old funny tape related to the region right and one night I just stay I was just looking for anything you know for the for the TBTL podcast and I was up really late and I found this video it is an hour-long news special from New Year's Eve December 31st of course 1989 an entire look back at the news coverage of the 1980s on KSTP so this is late at night. I think when this show ended, the clock was going to strike midnight. So you have a lot of just like regular furniture commercials and stuff from the 80s in here. And then you got to this commercial for a what I would call a phone sex line, except it is so innocent. Listen to the language. <laughs> and you can see this, too. I'm actually playing the video. So you can see this on your screen, too. Sometimes we all need a friend to talk to. And now there's a phone number for you to call when you need to talk to that certain someone anytime, 24 hours a day. Perhaps you're looking for advice or a woman's point of view. Yes, I'm looking for advice. Yeah. That's why I'm calling this one 900 number. I need advice about something very particular. <laughs> or maybe you just need to hear a soft, smiling voice. This is one-to-one -one conversation, and it's live. <laughs> Let me be your friend on the other end. <laughs> like it'll, it'll always just be one nine hundred okay face to me <laughs> from Thirty Rock. Yeah, that to me, I couldn't believe it. It's like it never even mentions those. like any kind of companionship or a sexy good time. Right? Maybe you just need advice or a woman's Maybe you're point just of a view. Sad. Sad sack. I mean, what if a guy actually called up and he's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm working. I'm trying to buy something for my wife and I just really need a woman's point of view. Like, <laughs> they probably got all kinds of, I mean, I'm sure that all kinds of people with, um, who have, who are misreading the situation have called yeah. those lines. Well, anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about today, but I really want to go back and watch this entire thing. Not for the news stories, because most of them are grisly, um, but the commercial breaks were just fantastic. Um, coming up really on the show today, though, and I'm having trouble describing what we're doing here. I was watching TV the other night, and I saw a commercial for a fast food restaurant, but it was spoofing all the political ads we've been seeing on TV lately. Of course, we're right in the heart of political yeah, ad Yeah, ballots season. go out this week. Right, and same with, uh, obviously, all across the country. It was fun to be in the Midwest seeing how the ads are different out there. But we're not talking about the actual campaign ads today. We're talking about fake campaign ads... <laughs> 
in real commercials to sell everything from mattresses to hamburgers to pizza, all those kind of things. So some of them are like campaign parody ads. Mm -hmm. Others are just kind of political in nature, like fake debate scenes and stuff like that. So politics in non-political goods and services. Politics meets commerce. Politics meets commerce. Either way, I think we can all agree that I've described this in a very sexy way that would make the listener... It's the twin pillars of America, (laughs) democracy and capitalism. That's right. Uh, So I got a bunch of examples of those. We'll go through them. Um, Some are quite a blast from the past. Um, But then also we'll check in with you guys, the Ad Council. Veeves, you did that this week. Anything good? Did we end up hearing from anybody reacting to last week's show where we played all those jingles from the same family? I'm afraid we scared Shauna off. Uh, no. Please let us know, please, uh, Shauna or family of Shauna, uh, what's going on? Because I posted this to the Facebook page and yeah. I just wrote, your move, Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe that Shauna's husband said that Shauna doesn't listen every week, that she like is four weeks So this could just be something. out there like a grenade about to go yeah. off in Shauna's ears. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so we will check in with no, the you guys, council. nobody tell Shauna. What are we um, What are we looking at in the ad council? Do we have any jingles? We, we got any- a jingle and it's actually going to be kind of a who wore it best situation since it's a oh. jingle that another listener had previously called in and sung. Holy shit. Are you pitting the listeners against each other? Yeah, are we turning the jingles into a contest it's now? It's jingler versus jingler this oh, week. Oh my God. All right. Oh, oh and a, a follow-up file on uh, that Love's Baby Soft perfume ad that you oh, yeah. uh, introduced me to. So yes. More on that. What, some like it. You Was it some like it, was, it hard, um, some like it soft? No, it's not no one likes it hard <laughs> no. because uh, uh, you can try it hard. Charlie! Or you can try it soft. Charlie. Okay. Um, so we have some follow-up in, intel He doesn't on care that? for your shrill voice or your loud opinions, ladies. No. All right, let's or start. Or your driver's license having car driving. <laughs> let's start with something that we are for now calling natural election. All right, I'm going to start with the commercial. And this is a real quickie, actually two little quickies. This is the one that kind of um, gave us the idea to do it. And it's from Carl's Jr., a.k.a. the thinking man's Hardee's. <laughs> is there still a Hardee's or are they all just Carl's Jr. now? I think, well, Hardee's was something that I grew up with. I think it's a regional thing. I, I If there are still Hardee's, I think they're regionally based. I see. Do they still show the two logos next to each other? Uh, Not in these commercials, I don't think. These are Carl's Jr. commercials, um, and they're really fast. They're 15 seconds long, and kind of visual, although you'll hear the tone as well. These are styled as campaign attack ads. Mm -hmm. You see a guy, it's black and white footage, kind of crappily shot, and he looks kind of pissed off, and he's holding a uh, some sort of a not a milkshake, but some sort of a smoothie type mm-hmm. of deal. And then as you hear the announcer talking, you'll have those kind of that graphic of like ripped from the headlines. Yes. And like literally you can see the tears on the edge of it as they go across the screen. And we'll tell you what they say. Some restaurants say you should drink your meals. Well, America deserves better. It says juice drinkers are starving. Drinks are not food. Juice diet. Don't try it. Right. As if these are headlines. Yes. From a variety of full-flavored all-star meals starting at five bucks. Get a real meal. 
Paid for by Hardee's and Carl's Jr. Oh, Hardee's and Carl's Jr. Yeah, that's there what it I is. meant about yeah. the two logos. You were right. Um, so one thing to note about that, this is a 15-second commercial, and the joke is on, is less than the first half of it. So it's almost like a commercial, is for my purposes, that's like seven seconds long. And I kind of like the efficiency of that. Because in yeah. my head, I didn't remember this as being a tiny commercial that only had seven seconds of content. I just remembered it being a commercial. Some restaurants say you should drink your meals. Well, America deserves better. And Literally five seconds. What restaurants say you should drink your meals? I guess just G-shops, Jamba Juice. Yeah. And Take other. that, Jamba Juice. Yeah. Now, here's another one. This is going after uh, microwaved food. Still Carl Jr. here. Your microwave doesn't need another <laughs> frozen meal, and neither do you. Only Carl. There you go. I, I really like this. Again, very efficient. I'll tell you what the headlines were on this. Frozen food is flavorless. Microwaves still exist, question mark? Critics call microwaves lame. Right. Uh, so anyway, that's what got us going on this topic. And then I started digging in and I found this one. from. I've never had Carl's Jr., I don't think. I don't think I have either. I had Hardee's once. There was a Hardee's out by my grandpa's farm. Yeah. Way out in like Lorain, Ohio or something like that. Hardee's when I was a growing up was like, it was chicken biscuits. When you biscuits. were a growing up? When I was a when I was a when growing I was up. A growing up. <laughs> when I was growing up, uh, Hardee's was like where you'd go for like sort of country country biscuits and chicken. Oh, really? Yeah. Kind of like the way like a Chick-fil-A breakfast sandwich is now. Oh, I didn't know that. I just thought of it as another like kind of sandwich shop. I think I'm thinking of Hardee's or maybe I'm thinking of Bojangles. Maybe. I thought it was Hardy's back then, though, but I, I could be wrong. How about this Jack in the Box commercial? This was the... I, I had a lot harder of a time finding more examples. I saw that Hardy's commercial or Jack or whatever, Carl's Jr. commercial, and I was like, oh, this will be great. We can easily fill... But it's a really hard thing to search for because you type yeah. in like fake campaign. You just get a bunch of fake campaign ads. Or if you type in Burger King campaign, it's like Burger King has new ad campaign. Right. Like they're all the words were yeah. like impossible to sort it's out. It's a weird... Yeah, search terms. It's, a, not a, it's not an easy Venn diagram to get down to that one sliver so the majority of these at one point i was like well if i just use search Were you using terms, boolean operators what is that is that like the plus sign when you put it in between yeah it's like the, the it's how to like this yes but only must include this cannot include that can include this right um i was not using boolean operators i will use boolean operators when they are paid a fair wage <laughs> And right now, those operators are not. Um, I found this one buried, and this was my platonic ideal of a fake campaign ad. I found it buried in the middle of a montage of old Jack-in-the-Box commercials on YouTube. By the way, we're posting so late tonight because YouTube was down for about an hour. Yeah, did anybody else catch that? The world. What was it like? Um, what was it like where you were? Do you remember where you... Did they, was there rioting in your town? Do you remember where you were when YouTube went down? Um, and uh, the headline on this posted by somebody who goes simply by... Steven uh, on YouTube Jack in the Box commercials back when Jack was funny and fresh family man businessman a can-do man with a plan he's Jack and he's not afraid to tackle the tough issues education environment milkshakes I'm for them that's why my classic shake combo has a big juicy jumbo jack, fries better than McDonald's, and a thick milkshake made with real ice cream. My opponent is a milkshake-hating extremist, <laughs> but not me. I have a golden retriever. Paid for by citizens who like classic shake combos. They just show a guy, when he talks about the opponent, they just show a black and white photo of some just like average white guy looking like he's on the campaign trail, but looking angry, and they just draw a mustache and horns on him. <laughs> I love that. That's a great commercial. Yeah, that's classic Jack. 
classic Jack back when he was fun and fresh and flirty. You're not, but now you're not having it now that he's like talking about his bulls all the time. What about Sca- the children? Scandalizing the children. Seriously, though, will anybody think of the children? <laughs> will anybody? Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? Here's one that was a uh, surprising, I, I would say deep poll, that, but, but that makes it sound like I knew about this. I didn't. I was just Googling around, and I found this ad from Hong Kong back in 2011. Do you remember this? No. It is for KFC, but only KFC overseas. And they actually hired um, a Obama uh, impersonator. And they have Obama. I think this is, you know, 2011. So he's doing the whole like change, you know, campaign. Hope and change. Hope and change. So the beginning of this is you're going to hear the Obama impersonator. He's in front of a rally uh, talking about. I can't remember if he mentioned the fish sandwich or you just learn at the end. But we won't learn anything at the end because, you know, I don't speak Chinese. Change, not only for America, but for the whole world. That's not, not a very good Obama. Mom. It's not that great. I it's mean, a, it's a tall, skinny black guy. Yeah, he doesn't really look like him, and the voice isn't that good either. No. I don't think. He Change. barely has the mannerisms down. Not only down. for America, but for the whole world. Not only for your mom, but for you, for your stomach, for a better taste. Now, the thing here is it's for their fish sandwich. So, obviously, KFC, not associated with fish. Right. Change is good. That is like the le- if you If I didn't... If they didn't have him say change, and if he wasn't in a sort of a political environment, like a like a rally or whatever, I would not know that they were trying to imitate Obama. Like it's really hard to tell. It's it does not, not great. It does not look like him. It doesn't particularly sound like him. People were offended by that, and so they had to pull it. Yeah, I don't think it's disrespectful. Was he the sitting president when that went up? No, but even if he was, I don't find it disrespectful. They're not making fun of him in any way. They're just using an impersonator. We don't know what they say in Chinese. What's that? Maybe they, we don't know what they say. <laughs> I don't think that they said anything uh, offensive. I think that people no, just probably were not. And, and of course, I wouldn't be like offended if someone you know, like parodied Trump. People do parody Trump. Yeah. And, and things. Yeah, and probably um, even commercials that I'm not thinking of right now. Um, but I'm entitled to not like that. I mean, there's a difference. I think there's a difference between offended i guess i'm not offended i'm my my taste my sensibilities are offended by their bad by their poor craftsmanship right right but no i I don't think they should have had to pull that commercial i don't find it uh, offensive in the least um let's see uh this was a couple years back i hated this commercial for a very weird specific reason i do think Uh, you want to be careful with having our only black president advertise fried chicken he was advertising fish i know but i just saying it's like a fraught area it, he was. Li- I mean, listen. I agree with that, but like, he wasn't advertising fried chicken. We don't know. Wh- well, okay. He was literally advertising fish. The whole point is change. That's the <laughs> joke. You know KFC for their chicken, but change is in the air, and now it's time to get to know the fish thing. I really do not think. I definitely don't think that was the intent. And sometimes that doesn't matter, as we talk about on the show. Sometimes you just need somebody in the room to say that's offensive. But like, this is not like. President Obama sitting down with a big bucket of chicken or right. something like. No, there's no visuals. He's just a politician talking about change, and he sure. says something about your, you know, like something about your stomach. Like again, I don't think it's great, but I don't think it's offensive. Okay, uh, I'm glad I got the last word. I'm going to talk over you, and then I'm going to keep moving on because I'm a man, and that's how I do things. Um, Our shows have been super short lately. I don't think we need to rush quite so much. Okay. 
and you can probably like dial it down like one or two here. What do you got? What? what okay, slowing it down. What yeah. do you got? I I don't know. You you did the show sheet. Okay. This one is from uh, Burger King from a couple of years ago. This was a debate commercial. You see that weird Burger King. The Scary King. The Scary King, right. And he's up behind a podium. Remember, this dude doesn't talk. And he is debating some average politician-looking guy. His silence, his, like, just unbreakable silence is really terrifying. It's what makes him so scary. Like, it's... I I know you haven't seen the movie It Follows, Mm -mm. but... In this movie, which is very scary, I think, um, there's a sort of a, a specter that follows the the main characters around. It's, it's often, it's a different person every time, but they're just silent. They just follow silently. And there's something about that silence and the sort of the way he like just pops up that I find really upsetting. Mm-hmm. I think they're still using him, right? I think so. I mean, I think Burger King knows uses him advisedly. Like, I think they get that he's creepy and they're just... Um, they're they're willing to be okay with that and like whatever amount of that is off-putting to people for the like attention getting elements of it in this one he's debating a a politician looking guy of course they're on a classic cable news debate stage and uh the you'll hear the moderator ask him a question like hey king why should people vote for you or something along the lines of that? And then he doesn't talk, so he just a big banner drops down and it advertises very, very cheap chicken nuggets. Mr. King, what can you offer that your opponent can't? Oh, ten nuggets for a dollar forty nine. Thoughts? Dollar oh, forty nine for nuggets. <laughs> There's no debate. Get to- that was his opponent, uh looking very um uncomfortable because he doesn't have a comeback to that. My comeback to that is yeah, you should pay more for nuggets because what the fuck is in that shit? Yeah. Sometimes you want to pay more because you're eating food <laughs> that came from an animal and a buck 49 seems suspiciously cheap to suspiciously me. Suspiciously cheap. Yeah, I know you. I remember you were always mad at this commercial because you were like, I wish I was that guy's campaign manager. Yes. I have a great answer to this. I'm telling you. I didn't know about this one. This was a one that ran in the same campaign probably the same time. Uh, now they're You in- know Beto O'Rourke would have like a better one, a better oh, yeah. answer to that, right? This one, they're in a uh, like. Ooh, a t- I think that debate's on tonight. Oh, is it? Yeah, is him it and, nationally him televised. And Ted, Ted Cruz. I, it's got to be. It's such a famous. It's such a. I'm, really? I'm sure on some cable news channel. That's true. Um, it's like a Fox uh, cable news studio esque, or I guess CNN, but it seems more Foxy to me. Um, and I'll let this one speak for itself. Uh, the King's got ten nuggets for a dollar forty nine. Senator, why should anyone vote for you? Dollar forty nine. Nuggets. Nuggets. Yeah, we've got nuggets. Ten nuggets for again. He's so dumb. Just take He's issue so with the quality. You remember these from a while back. I remember them very fondly. This is Bob Odenkirk of Mr. Show Fame of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul Fame. And and for the uh sometime during the interlude between those two projects, um he yeah, I remember there was like a lot. Do you remember we went, we went down like a rabbit hole online? Like people getting mad, like Mr. Show fans getting mad about him selling out to do commercials for Miller. Was it Miller or Miller Lite? Miller Lite, the president of beers. Yes. And he plays like no one, no one plays a blowhard stuffed suit the way Bob Odenkirk does. 
And in this one, he's on, uh, again, a debate stage. Instead of debating a creepy king, though, he's debating a giant silent horse, of course, going after Bud Light. Bud Light, yeah. Um, and uh, this one is actually called Travis Mockery, because he says that it's a very Bob Odenkirky thing to say. And that kind of took off. That, yeah, if you, Travis you, Mockery. Travis Mockery. Miller Lite has one half the carbs of Bud Light, one third less carbs than Coors Light. Miller time. I'm not done. And Miller Lite has fewer calories than both while still tasting great. Miller time's up. Furthermore. Stop speaking. Please. No, you stop speaking. How come you won't let America hear the whole story? Whose pocket are you in? That's unacceptable. No, you're unacceptable. This whole thing is a travesty and a sham and a mockery. It's a travesty mockery. No making up words. Virgo Flickle. Is the woman who plays the moderator, is she from Mr. Show? She looks familiar to me. I'm rolling it back now. I didn't I didn't think that I recognized her. She looks familiar to me, but I She might be one of the Mr. Showers. I know who you're thinking of. I don't know her name. I mean, she's kind of like made up to look like a sort of dowdy uh you know, middle-aged woman, but she, uh, sh- her voice sounds very familiar to me. Yeah, and her face, too. I can't even describe, I can't even remember what she was in that I could, I mean, which sketches that she was in. I feel like this was made around the time that David Cross was doing Arrested Development, and people were like, oh, David Cross is doing, you know, like, this amazing work on this, like, groundbreaking TV show, and, like, Bob Odenkirk's, I mean, I, not people, I mean, like, hardcore nerds. But like some people who are super nerds about Bob Odenkirk and Mr. Show were so mad that he was taking money from Miller. Yeah, and the funny thing is you watch this now and it's so Odenkirky. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it doesn't even seem that selling out. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like he's playing a character that seems very true to Bob Odenkirk. I also think that like as we're about to hear in this next one like People whose comedy you like and whose whose art you like have a lot more leeway now, whether it's musicians or mm. artists or actors or comedians. Like they have just a lot more. There's a lot more understanding that um, this is how people pay bills, even if it's not like their main creative outlet or project or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Show was such an underground show. I think that people thought it was a major sellout. This next one is Seth Rogen and Amy Schumer. Not exactly underground heroes, I would say. I mean, this one came out, what, 15 years later? This was a big, this was a Super Bowl commercial, I believe. Yes. And I, I, I think that it, they released some in this campaign building up to a bigger Super Bowl commercial, yeah. but it was actually the lead up commercials that were better. If I recall, Um, essentially, it is Amy and Seth talking about, I think it's called the Bud Light Party, right? Right. And they're going around. It's not, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like a campaign commercial. Yeah, the part, it's a Bud Light Party. Party is going to address the issues that matter. We are going to bring America together hard. It's a party for everyone men, women, people of all. Genders. But, you know, gender identity, it's really a spectrum, and we don't need these labels. <laughs> Beer should have labels, not people. Kablam! Yeah! We don't care. We'll sell you beer. We'll sell you a beer any day of the week. Yeah! There's another one with a funny Paul Rudd joke in it, too, right? Yeah. Uh, they say they, like, list a bunch of things that everyone likes, and one of the things everyone likes is Paul Rudd. And cut to Paul Rudd going, oh, thanks, oh, guys. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, I don't have a lot to say so, about that's that. That's a one. real inclusive commercial for a beer that slathered America all over its cans. That was not Bud Light, my friend. That was Budweiser. What's the difference? One is light. It's the same company. 
Uh, as you know, every single kind of beer is different, whether it's, yes. uh, what was it, uh, cold brewed? <laughs> cold filtered? Cold filtered. Uh, I Stored met, cold? I met the... Um, Served we, cold? We were talking about how ridiculous it is when people try to differentiate their cheapo beers by saying it's cold brewed and does that mean anything. We got an email from listener Tony who said, yeah, no, that uh, all beer is cold brewed. I mean, it has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I met that guy this weekend, actually. He works as a cellarman, which is a title of somebody who works in a, um, in a, in a brew house. He's not a brewer. He's a cellarman. He has to, like, kind of... It's kind of, I don't know, he may be listening and he can correct me, but I think he has to like do like a lot of me- kind of mechanical things and make sure everything's running smoothly. But he's He lives in a cellar. And he lives in a cellar. I like this one. I did not remember this at all. This is from 1992 and you will hear it in the tape noise. That's right. It's Little Caesars. What I like about this is it looks like actual news footage. It even says Campaign 92 in the corner. It seriously looks like a real convention, whether, but I mean, surely they didn't, weren't able to, surely they weren't able to use one of the actual Democratic or Republican conventions. But I mean, it seriously looks like. It really, it looks like news footage. It looks like, I guess not stock footage, but archive footage. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but you can't identify a, a real candidate or anything in it. I um, have not had a Little Caesars pizza probably since the 1980s. Every time we play one of their ads, I want one. Yeah. Because it's not just about the pizza. It's also about, um, I don't know, this idea of coming home, the comfort of youth, I think. I liked how in that ad, when they when they, when you hear someone say pizza, pizza, all you can see is the shadow yeah. of the cartoon Caesars pizza mascot, which is like a little... A little guy that I always thought looked like was from that cartoon uh, or comic BC. Oh, yeah. He always sort of looked like, I always, in my head, like they were sort of related. I'm sure they're not. But it's like a little guy with like a big, uh, over-exaggerated, like, I don't know if it's his nose or his face, but it like points down like a beak. But it's, you know, Little Caesar, so obviously it's more from the... Like Roman era. I know, it's not the same era. It always reminds me of the cartoons in... um, uh, one of the one of the little segments in Rocky and Bullwinkle didn't they have one from that era? They probably oh, did. A- Aesop's but, Fables, maybe. Yeah, but they probably did. But I just think the drawing style reminds me more of BC. Yeah. Um, the comic. God. God. What was we were so starved for comedy in our youths that we would like race to get the Sunday funnies. Like, what does a child get from BC? Honestly. My dad loved BC. <laughs> what did he love about it? I don't know. We bought him these special BC glasses. <laughs> what? That he later lost and then uh, we had to... <laughs> yeah, did he lose them or did he lose them? Like Maybe he didn't love BC as no, much as you kids he, thought he did. Um, he lost them. He quote unquote lost them in the divorce. As oh. In, oh, they suddenly went missing. Oh, your missing. mom fought for them in the divorce. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't fight for them. They just went missing as so much <laughs> stuff did. Um, and so I think my sister got them for him again years later. The last one that I had on my list was... Um, I had forgotten about this one, and this is a commercial that I, I you wouldn't say it speaks to my heart because I'm I associate with the antagonist in this commercial, 
and we see a politician. He's actually in a room full of children. He's like, you know, the candidate comes to visit school. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this one, by the way? No. He He's sitting in front of the classroom, but there's also tons of media there, right? As the, he's, you know, right, it's a talking photo to the kids as a photo op. That's why I want to be your president. No, thank you. I don't like cheese. Uh, what happened that right there is a little girl walks up to him and offers him a plate of cheese, and he says, no, thank you, I don't like cheese. No, thank you, I don't like cheese. Bernie's campaign stumbled today. I don't like cheese. What a doofus. This this cheese thing is is really just a non-issue. Hi there, I'm John Hayes, and I'm... Hey, John Hayes, running for president. What if we say he chewed, but he never swallowed? Oh, I like it. I think that we're still very strong in the farm belt. And on the farm, we don't like Hayes. Bob Dole thinks he's a doofus. By the way, that's really Bob Dole. Really Bob Dole, who also did ED commercials. So, uh, you know, he really covered himself in glory. There's a headline. You see a newspaper slam down and says, he's no Gouda. With all your support, on to victory. Unlike my opponent, I love cheese. What a doofus. I am not the doofus. Ah, the power of cheese. I remember that commercial. Did, did, it, did it ring any bells for you now that you've seen it? Uh, not, it doesn't ring a... I don't really remember it, no. I mean, I think that's a great parody. That must be from the... I think... I might have seen somewhere that is from the year 2000. It's it very seems, involved. There's a lot yes. of a lot of directing, a lot of scenes, a lot of narrative. And it's just one of those ads that is, um, you know, for a general product, not a yeah. brand. It's not for Beecher's. It's, it's by like, like the Cheese Council the or cheese whatever. Council. The Cheese Makers of the Dairy Farmers of America, no doubt. And it also raises a good issue. Like, how come people like me who don't like cheese... Is this how you feel never, the world yes, reacts to you? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> By the way, in some of the shots, it's it's really involved and clever. Like you see a little kid like eating pizza in front of the TV, you know, obviously covered in cheese while he's saying, what a doofus um, for a for a message that I don't agree with. I think that's a really good and that's a really good ad. They got Bob Dole. I'm trying to think we should move on. But there's this one. There was a pop tart commercial i'm not gonna play because it's too visual it's one of those cartoon pop tart commercials that are always really grisly where like it turns out that whatever they thought they were doing they're actually being put into a toaster yeah i mean i guess i will play it since i'm bringing it up and you have a bunch of candidates on stage and they're all different kinds of pop tarts you have red velvet you have watermelon watermelon you have wild berry etc there's about um six candidates up there and the moderator is asking questions, and when they answer them, they just disappear through a hole in the floor. You never see a toaster, but you hear a toaster So sound. Bond villain style? I think so. Chocolatey caramel. There's 22 flavors. Why should you be Pop-Tart president? America needs my... Fascinating. Next. Me, me. Come to puppy. The sign in the back changes from meet the candidates to eat the candidates while these Pop-Tarts are falling to their death in a hot toaster-like floor. Yes. Does not make me want to eat Pop-Tarts. They really should have better negotiated those um, the rules for that debate. Right? Somebody's getting fired. Tell me if you understand this one. 
this is the this is the last one I'll play. I think it's only fifteen seconds. It looks like it's from twenty sixteen, and it is for the Domino's app where you can order a pizza by talking to the app. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Dom. What can I get you? Dom, do you have any presidential predictions? Pizza sales will be higher than approval ratings. This election season, try voice ordering on the Domino's app and get two medium, two topping pizzas for five ninety nine each. I hate to end with that one, but it's so stupid. It has nothing <laughs> to do with politics at all. Yeah, it's just like what's happened. I mean, having done a lot of PR and communications, um, sometimes people just look at the calendar and go like, what time of year is it? Right. Like, what can we talk about? That's, there are no visuals in that's there. That's why but- every year you get someone still somewhere who tweets their brand about nine with something oh, about right. 9-11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we stop do look stop doing calendar based PR, everyone? Did we do that this year with uh, ATM for, for after these messages? Oh my god! Now it's the only thing I want to do. <laughs> Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Our first piece of feedback is actually a Facebook post, which I appreciate. And thank you and welcome to the new members. Um, If you have um, been invited, if someone invited you to join or you've uh, submitted a request to join and you haven't answered the questions, please do answer the questions. I just need to know that you actually want that you are a, a human, which is literally the first question. Are you a robot? And B, that you actually want to join and didn't like get you know I, we don't want we don't really want other people like adding you if you don't want to be a member of the group because that's no fun um this is from uh, listener danielle and she posted an, an ad for amazon echo tv that i too have been noticing and it's been playing a lot so you may have seen it um i'll have you play it here andrew i'm not sure there's a t- it might need a little setup i think there's enough to get you through the story it's about a father at home with his newborn baby and he's apparently home parenting alone without his without the baby's mother for the first time um and so the amazon echo keeps telling him like notes from his wife his wife laura about how to like what to do with the baby um why don't you give it a play bye-bye you good yeah alexa turn it up your reminder. Laura says the teething ring is in the freezer. Laura scheduled a play date for 3 p.m. Now he's running through the rain to get to this play date that apparently no one told him about. Then near the end, he's back home. I'm reminding you, Laura loves you and you're doing a great job. So at the end, he's like, the baby's like asleep and happy and he's holding the baby and being reminded that his wife loves him and isn't just giving him, you know, more and more instructions is, is making him happy. This commercial just rubs me the wrong way. I, and maybe I'm being overly sensitive. Um, but listener Danielle had the same reaction. She says, why are they still making these types of commercials? Not only does it demean fathers, it reinforces the idea that women have to do it all. Like she went off to, she, like I think the implication is her maternity leave has ended. She's going back to work. Now he's doing his paternity leave or he's whatever. He's free to be home with the baby for whatever reason. And so 
she has to still sort of like parent from from remotely because he can't handle the basics of not keeping an infant from dying. Yeah, I, I think the same exact things when I watch it, although I don't know that I ever articulated it the way Danielle does. And I appreciate that because there's something that always bugged me about it, too. And it just it has just a hint of the incompetence, like, you know, what do, what do we do a whole show on? Like husband, um, man babies and mommy wives. Yeah, like the kind of man baby thing. Like he can't do it on his own. And I look, here's the truth. Like I'm sure if you were a, if you're a parents and you you're a couple and and one of you has spent more time with the baby and now the other one is is kind of taking a, a more leading role, you probably do have some certain some handoff tasks like that and some elements of, um, you know. And giving, giving, sharing your expertise or sharing what you've learned or like reminders or things like that. And, you know, you and I remind each other about things and it's not because, you know, I'm a nagging shrew or you're, you know, a dummy or whatever. But so I know that those things are real and that couples do do them. But there is something that that feels retrograde about it to me, too. I would honestly prefer this commercial if the genders were reversed, if... Mm. um. I mean, it would be really hard to do that in a way that would make sense, but it would be interesting if you had a, a father who w- had more experience with child raising who was then, like, kind of passing on that wisdom to the mother. Yeah, I mean, I think commercials like this try to walk a line between being relatable and yeah. not stereotypical, and I, I, I'll bet you... That would not be very relatable. I while agree. this somewhat bothers me... I'm also, you know, a guy who decided not to have kids and just leads a very different life than this. I'm sure I don't think we're wrong. I don't think Danielle's wrong. and I don't think we're wrong. Like, there's just something a little bit about this that I don't like. Mm-hmm. But I I'll bet you there are a million more people who see this commercial that find it very relatable. I'm sure that's absolutely true. I, there are two moments in the commercial that I don't like. And I think you could fix this Um with a couple of like tiny tweaks when he suddenly realizes that he has a plate it and runs through the rain with a baby in a stroller i'm like come on like that's a real man baby move mm-hmm. and then when the thing when the ex alexa talks to him again at the very end he sort of startles like oh no what did i forget now or like oh more advice but it's just like him his wife telling him that she loves him and it's like it just feels like a little naggy in that moment, like he's expecting to get hollered mm-hmm. at. And then condescending. Yeah. Expected nagginess, but then it's kind of like, she loves you and you're doing a great and job. And you're doing a great job, like, exactly. Like, you don't, again, it's almost kind of like, oh, yeah, you know what it is? It's got a hint of the dad is babysitting. Dad is babysitting. As opposed to dad is just dad. Yes, I bet you a lot of people would describe this commercial as dad babysitting, which yeah. is, as we've discussed, I think we'd finally got it's to one of it. my least favorite ideas. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I actually, the more we talk it out, I think that that is, that's what it is. This seems like, oh, dad's babysitting for the day, for the one day he's taking over responsibility, because clearly... The mom has set up right. all of these things, and he didn't do that. So, if yeah. it's your own kid, you're not babysitting. All right. So, is it time to talk about? Is this the? Um, oh boy. Speaking of borderline sexism, yeah. Are we gonna get is, rid of the borderline? This is exciting. I don't even know if sexism is where this is going. It's just amazing. So, listener Anne um, wrote in about. Do you remember the Love Baby Soft ad we talked about? I recapped it at the top. Yeah. Um, Anne writes, Love's was a perfume cologne uh, marketed towards high school aged women in the 70s. The smell was supposed to emulate the smell of a baby. Mm. No shit. It was like a baby powder scent on steroids. And anyone who 
anyone who was anyone wore it. Mm. Um, and as, as the person who called in and sang it said, she said it was very effective. Uh, she uh, This is Anne. They also came out with another line of products, Love's Fresh Lemon, Anne's preference. <laughs> she says that's my preference. My preference. She says, if I close my eyes and concentrate, I can still smell them. Yuck. Now, I want you to play this commercial, which is just a like a blonde woman and a blonde man, like very 70s sort of archetypal, like, you know, hunk and hunk and babe. And they're in a lemon grove and he's just telling you his inner monologue as they like run around the lemon grove together and he smells her hair a lot. The first time I saw her, she was standing over there. There was something different about her. Um, Do you know anything about this commercial right away? First of all, she is the woman is just a close up on the woman sort of through some leaves. So he's like looking at her through some leaves, which is terrifying. And she's got a bird, like a yellow bird, a canary or something, sitting on her finger, and she's like snow whiting it up. That's all you notice so far. You don't notice a song by the beloved Donovan Letch? I don't know all the Donovan songs. The first time I saw her, she was standing over there. There was something different about her, something that made her stand out from the rest. I thought at first it was her skin. So soft, so fresh, so clean. But there was more. As I stood next to her, I detected the subtle odor of lemon. Yeah, guess what, Broheim? You're standing in a lemon grove. She's holding a basket full of lemons. And he's got this dopey, like, blank-eyed look in his face. And he's, like, thinking, like, I smell a hint of lemons. Yes, everything is going to smell like lemons. Can I just mention, he doesn't smell a hint of lemons, and he doesn't smell the scent of lemons. He smells the odor of lemons. <laughs> Which just, is the grossest way to say yeah, smell. Yeah, like, seriously, you're a copywriter for a perfume, yes. and you're going to say the odor of lemons? By the way, I still don't know what song As this I is. stood next to her, I detected the subtle odor of <laughs> lemons. I became obsessed with lemons. I developed an insatiable thirst for lemonade. At night, I dreamed of lemon groves. Of all the women I've ever known, I chose her. I picked a lemon in the garden of love. <laughs> I picked a lemon in the garden of love. Wow. They really redeemed themselves at the uh, at the end there. I think inadvertently. It's, it's poetry. I mean, lemon is also associated with the idea of a junk car getting a getting, getting a bad, a bad thing. deal. Yeah, I mean, I think that... It surely is intentional. I picked a lemon. I don't think that that was the original version of that song. That was like some sort of weird cover, or it certainly was a weird mix of it, but this is the song. Color in sky, brush and blue. Are you into it so far? Scarlet fleece changes hue. Crimson From an album called had. A Gift from a Flower to a Garden. I really don't like Donovan. Really? Yeah. 
It's really terrible. Uh, do you want me to win you over with uh, Skip Along Sam, which comes up later in the album, or The Mandolin Man and His Secret? Oh, yeah. The Lullaby of Spring? The Little Boy of Qu- in Corduroy? <laughs> A Voyage in the Lay of the Last screen. Tinker? These are the, all real. The Tinker's Last Lay. I might listen to that one. <laughs> well, it gets dirty. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Thank that's, you, Anne. that's that weird. Was horrifying. I love that. Um, oh, my gosh. Is it really that time? Head council, it's jingle time. Uh, we have a jingle. I mentioned it at the top. We have a jingler on jingler battle, a battle royale. Mm. Um, this is from listener Kelly. Um, and see if you recognize this one, Andrew. Hi, guys. This is Kelly from Edgewood, Washington, and um, I'm calling in with a jingle that I remember from my childhood for Fig Newtons. Um, it's, a, it's a dancing Fig Newton. He's singing. Okay, here goes. Suey gooey, rich and chewy inside. Tender, geeky, golden, flaky outside. Wrap the inside and the outside is a good darn tootin'. It's a big, big Newton. Here's the tricky part. The big Fig Newton, one more time. The big Fig Newton. Thank you. I don't, you know, I only remember. You, don't, you, know, you know, it doesn't ring a bell? It did for me the right part away. The end where she's like interjecting or Here's interrupting Here's the tricky herself. part. Yeah, that rings a bell. How, how long ago was it that somebody else called in with this? So um, in April of this year, listener Alan called in with the same jingle. Uh. So, okay. uh, do you want to play Alan's? Okay, so it's about April. Yep, that's about the time frame in which I, my brain just erases itself. <laughs> the it's tape's just... only a couple months long. Exactly. Hello, this is Alan from Normandy Park, and I have another jingle from my youth. He sounds like... Alan, does somebody have a gun to your head? <laughs> well, people always feel we, shy when we they... We kind of have a gun to us, your head. Yeah. Yeah. It was for Fig Newtons, and it went something like this. Ooey gooey, rich and chewy inside. Golden flaky, tender cakey outside. Wrap the inside with the outside. Is it good? Darn tootin'. Doing the big, big Newton. Here's the tricky part. The big, big Newton. One more time. The big, big Newton. Thank you. Goodbye. They're both so good. They're very good. I love that um, Google Voice translated that last line too. <laughs> Big Fig Newton, one more time, the big, big nude. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Google Voice translate really had a hard time with that one, but I thought he sounded great. Do, are we really going to have to choose between Well, these? let's hear the original. And and the original, if I recall, is like a man in a Fig Newton, like a fig costume. I remember and he's this very, shit. Like, it's yes, sort of like, okay. um, you know, that 70s camp quality to him he like sort of like sashays onto a spotlight and on the stage he's actually on a stage it reminds me of like maybe uh uncle muscles radio hour or whatever the the tim and eric sketches a little bit yeah something like, like that. that kind of a weird weird set hi gang <laughs> big fig here with that great new dance the newton <laughs> hit it how Tricky, tender, cakey, outside. Wrap the inside and the outside. Is it good? Darn tootin'. So in the big, 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 big
Tell you what, it makes me want a Fig Newton. I'm it not really kidding. does. And it's I under- not him. It's just this. they show a Fig Newton at the end. Well, I also understand why this song got stuck in people's heads because it's a great jingle. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I don't want to. You don't want to pick a winner? I don't want to pick a winner. I well, think we're all winners. We're all winners I, here. I already teased Alan about sounding reluctant, <laughs> so now I feel bad about that. Well, Kelly, thank you for calling that in. I loved hearing it again, and um, I'm so glad to know that. Because uh, she's in Washington, and I forget where Alan is from, but I think it was from a different state. Uh, um, and, or maybe not. I don't know any of the cities in Washington, so I'm always embarrassing myself with my lack of knowledge about our own geography. Um, but I just love that two people, you know, independently came to this. Mm-hmm. Thanks All for right. calling it in. Very good, everybody. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right. Things are popping on the Facebook group. Things are popping. You're missing out. So go to After These Messages. Whoa. Go to <laughs> go to After These Messages show or search for that on Facebook and you'll find the private group like Vives was mentioning before. And of course, if you want to email us, it's After These Messages show at gmail.com. Or you can call us. You can leave us a jingle or you can just leave us a message at 607 444 5597. Again, it's 607 444 Five five nine seven. I guess we'll talk to you turkeys next Tuesday. Yeah, thanks for putting the show together. Yeah, I appreciate it. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Find out all the reasons we the shit, then you the shit. Yeah, pooping on the track. Call me Doodle Vic. Cool, cool, cool AD. Nothing new to the kid. What can you do to the kid? Totally stupid and sick. No scruples. Cool man. Ice cream. Scooping it.